Hey, rock stars, I'm JB, expert salesperson and master presenter. I'm the doctor, psychologist, and behavioral expert. This is the Entrepreneur Mastery Lab Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode on the OWL Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, we are now going live on LinkedIn, Facebook Live, as well as YouTube, and even Twitter these days, if you're still using Twitter, of course. A lot of people have migrated over to threads. And every week we come to you with some of the best experts across the United States. But how cool is this? We've been doing the last couple of weeks. We are now doing a live call-in show. That is correct. So Josh Blum, to my left right here, just joined Al. He's taking no calls on the platform yet. And you could be his first caller. So go ahead and download Al if you're not in there. Go ahead and follow Josh. And what's really cool is when he makes himself available, which I have control right here of his account on my cell phone device, you'll be his first incoming call, right? And you could ask Josh anything that you're that he's talking about during today's episode and look at his bio and ask him a question or two during today's episode. So every week, again, you know, just check us out on all these different feeds. And of course, if you're not in OWL, a lot of momentum is happening on the platform right now. We've had a successful week where I think 20 new experts joined up this week, and we're seeing some phenomenal stories. If you go ahead and search OWL within LinkedIn or Instagram, you're seeing great successes from people just collaborating and chatting one-on-one. But today is the OWL podcast. I have two awesome and amazing guests to my left over here, and uh, just want to get into your guys' backstories a little bit. We have Dr. Andre on the far side of the table. We can see his shirt is matching the OWL brand, so we know right away we have something in common, and he's going to be a big fan of the Owl app, of course, and Josh Blum to my left. So to start things out, I'm going to pick on you, Josh. Tell us a little bit about the brand, what, what started this relationship. You guys are both co-founders of the brand. So kick things off. Tell us about the brand. Well, first of all, Jason, yep. thank you for having us. Really, Absolutely. really excited to be here. Uh, yeah, I'm still on Twitter, by the way. Oh, okay. Like, it, it's not even Twitter anymore, right? It's X. No, it's X. It's, it's X, formerly Twitter. Yeah, people have complained on the hour. They're like, hey, are you going to switch the Twitter handle on there? I was like, well, let's calm down over here. I think we could give it a couple months, see what happens. They might switch it again, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, lo- I love Twitter, though. It's, okay. it's, I get all my news from Twitter, which might not speak that highly for me. But what about thread, threads? Are I you refused, a fan? I or? refuse to sign up. Okay. I refuse to sign up. I thought it was a fad. Absolutely. It, is it a fad? I don't. I don't. I don't, know. I don't know. All I know is they got some record amount of downloads, but they have a record amount of people not using it right now, right? So I, I, I don't. I'm not sure. It's like there's only so many social platforms you could repurpose stuff. At the end of the day, it's like, you know, it's just so much saturation. It's 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 out of control, right? You go on LinkedIn, and then you're seeing the same posts on Facebook, Threads, Twitter, and it's like I, I don't want to see the same content. You know, I I want to be able to go to a social platform. And and be engaged for different reasons at the end of the day, which makes obviously owl unique. It's just one-on-one all audio calls. It's completely different than the others. Um, but uh, but again, you know, back to your backstory. Enough about yes, all this. Yes, other I, know, stuff I, I deflected. We deflected. Athlete. You got yeah. me going. <laughs> all right. So uh, Josh Blum, uh, co-founder partner, JB and the Doctor, as well as Evolve Performance and Development, which is our corporate arm for the uh, for the business, and then uh, part of a joint venture called Evolve and Thrive as well. Uh, our branding was really built around working alongside professionals. Uh, both Andre and I uh, met the way you would expect most relationships to form. We had some people we knew, we liked, and we trusted. Put us together, said, you're great people. We think you have some alignment in what you do and what you believe in. And lo and behold, we had very similar value systems. We saw some things uh, and some needs out there that that we just recognized a lot of professionals, a lot of business owners struggle with 
effective networking, effective messaging and communication, effective follow-up. And that was really the genesis and the origin of our, our business very early on was just trying to serve a need in the community where we saw that we could help people. Dr. Andre, is this a true story? Is this how you guys really met or is that, was it at the bar? Come on. I know often everyone, you know, has a friend or two, but then all of a sudden you're at a bar and then all of a sudden you connect and then you build a relationship. Which one was it? There was definitely food around. The ah, food. See, I was close. I was close. South Florida. I was like, food ought to be uh, then, on the menu, of course. Then it got solidified at the bar. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I feel like you missed a great opportunity for your, like, slogan. He's, he's got a saying that he says all the time, and I was just waiting for it, and you missed the opportunity. I've worked depends out. You killed it. <laughs> next time. Next time. Round two on the old podcast. We're later in the episode. We're, we still, we're, only, we're only five minutes in right now. Yeah, we don't say depends anymore until we get the sponsorship deal. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a podcast as well, correct? We do. Yeah, we have the Entrepreneur Mastery Lab, uh, where we either go on ourselves individually together, or we bring on guests to talk about cool. some of the topics that are top of mind in the business world and for pro professionals. Okay, so give me a, a, a real example, right? I, I run a business, so I come to you. You know what happens after that, or or you pitch me, right? One or the other, right? How how do you take a customer from A to Z at the end of the day? Well, everything we do is bespoke and customized for the people that we're working with. So we're, we're believers that one size never fits all, right? You know, whatever engagement we have with a business owner or a business or a team, uh, it's really driven by what their needs are. I mean, so the first thing we do, Jason, you, you know, as you'd expect is try to identify what the underlying problem is, what the actual sure. issue is, not the symptom per se, but sure. what's what's really driving it. And from there, it's it's simply a question of does that match our our skill set and what we really offer. Most of our emphasis and focus is on soft skills. It's people okay. skills. We expect that most of the people that we work with, they already have pretty strong systems in place. They're very technically proficient and effective at what they do. And so oftentimes it's the work with other people where you start to see failures, the breakdown in communication or messaging, the lack of emotional intelligence and empathy and how that influences uh, relationships. And that's really where we tend to shine. If somebody's okay. got those issues, that's where we're going to come in and really be able to work effectively with them. Do you go after certain verticals, for example, like financial advisors, insurance agents, mortgage brokers, real estate professionals, right? What, you know, obviously lawyers are known for writing bigger checks, right? They charge high hourly rates and they tend to, ha you know, have good systems, but then, you know, sometimes they get in their own way. I've, I've seen where you're like, this is the deal. You don't have to go crazy with a hundred pages you know, just keep it to a one sheet, right? Where financial advisors, you know, sometimes can be the other way. It's like, they're too pitchy. They're too salesy at the end of the day. And you're like, Hey, you got to really understand like where this customer's coming from. Like you, you have the knowledge to help them, but it's like the person's leaving, you know, the, the kitchen table feeling like I don't want to speak to anything. I was too pushy at the end of the day. And of course, real estate agents got that too, right? Way too pushy on the real estate sales, yeah. salesman breath. Right. So which vertical do you focus on more or, or, or you focus on all? So, you know, it's funny, you, you brought up attorneys and there was a study, we, we had a training at an attorney's office not too long ago, and there was a study on on warmth and trust. Uh, and it was a study on comparing, you know, the cross section of technical ability yeah. and, and the trust factor from competency. Yeah. And then the trust factor in warmth and empathy, you know, do you have my best interest in mind? And uh, it was amazing where attorneys fell on that because yeah. I, I think what was it? Uh, 
garbage people were were considered more warm than attorneys and, and more empathetic. I like my garbage man. He brings up my garbage to the front of the house all the time. Maybe more we than treat them like well. Attorney, you know, yeah, we give them drinks. We put chips out sometimes, and they bring it right up. You know, and they're we appreciate their service, of course. Yeah. So, is there a vertical we focus on? Uh, not necessarily. Although there's verticals where I think there's a natural tendency for our need to to be greater, and those tend to be the technical businesses. So when you look at financial advisory, a lot of very technical personalities get brought into financial advisory. You know, it's funny, you mentioned commission breath. And yes, there's a lot of very salesy financial services professionals. Sure. Uh, but there's just as equally incredibly just number oriented analytical financial advisors. And a lot of times, anytime you get to that extreme, there's there's probably room to find a nice balance in the middle where we can help. And then, and then dive deeper. I want to pick on Dr. Andre for a moment here. You know, that, that financial advisor, we'll use them as an example because I'm a financial advisor. So I understand that world very well. Right. You know, they're, they're very analytical, right? Not like me, right? I'm more, I'm more people, per, people person type at the end of the day. I am analytical when, when I need to make things happen behind the scenes, but I have um, people I work with on my own team that are very analytical. I have this one guy who went to Duke and he is just like, he's so bright with the numbers got a, a perfect score practically on his SATs. And that's what you're speaking about. So like, then what happens? You know, you, you know, he, he's amazing for, for clients, right? We know that, but you have to make him, you know, more amazing. So that way he doesn't go out of business at the end of the day, because those people end up failing out of the business, right? It's not that they're not smart enough. It's not that, you know, the clients, um, you know, are not really trusting them. There's just something fundamentally wrong with their process because they do have some trust, uh, but it's, it's not, it's not floating through the entire process of being a financial advisor. And then they end up exiting. So I guess, Dr. Andre, what do you do with those situations when you have an analytical financial advisor and you're trying to really train them to get to the next level? So that way they, they have their breakthrough moment or their aha moment, we could say. So coming out from two different ways, because as we were just talking about from the corporate side, so if they're a part of a corporate team, yeah. We would find how to build their strengths and build the communication through the rest of the team, usually starting leadership down. Okay. So just getting them in line. So maybe whatever their strength is, there could be someone else on the team that could help balance that out. Yeah. And they could be, they can realize that and they can figure out a way to work together better. Um, we also work with people two on one, which is another unique style. So if we were working with them individual, yeah, you're not going to do wholesale changes on someone. So if they're more analytical, they're going to be more analytical. So sure. it's more of trying to figure out how to take them build off of their strengths yeah. and make them work better for themselves. Yeah. And a lot of different styles for that have to be unique for the person, but that's what we're going to do. We're going to take what they're already good at and make them better at that so that they can fill in some of those other areas. Yeah. I mean, connecting them to another person, you know, like myself, for example, it could be a great balance. And actually it's interesting that that was one individual I worked a lot with for four straight years and it, it was great. Obviously I've spent a lot more time on Al now, so I don't have less time to spend with him. But uh, we balance each other out very well, right? You know, because, you know, a social security question would come up and I'm like, I'm like, I, I, it's like, it's so complex. I'm like, you know, it, it only comes up once in a while because you only have so many clients in that, that age range when, you know, they have to make a decision for it. And he was so good at it. He'd go in and, you know, put all the different proposals together and then he would show it to me, but then I would present it. So, and then he would step in on a needs basis during the conversation. So I know what you mean with collaborating with the, with the right partner at the end of the day. Balance is, I mean, that's our relationship is built off of balance. JB and I, we, we complement each other well because we're polar opposites in so many ways. I can see this. I can see this. Of, You're, it's literally what we're talking about right, in my relationship with that individual. 
Yeah, it really it is a lot of polar opposites. So building that within the team, we're using the same expertise, but that's what I think is also our strength. Yeah, is we like to say he's the how, I'm the why. He's going to give you more of the technical. I'm going to give you more of the behavioral and mindset behind it. And we're hitting you from a different angle that way. And that's the same kind of message that sure. we explore with the the teams that we work with. Awesome. Now, why did you guys start a podcast? Right. We see we see a lot of people going down that route. They start with five episodes, six episodes, and they then they, they throw in the towel right away. Um, and and then of course a lot of people do the same thing with a lot of platforms, right? They jump to Twitter, they jump to threads. It's like the next platform, it's gonna make all their problems go away, right? It's gonna solve their business issues overnight, right? And we know that most people just concentrate on one, right? They could do it better. And that could be LinkedIn, it could be Owl, right? It, it could be a podcast, right? I've seen a lot of people just fully focus on their show. That's it. And it builds enough meaningful relationships at the end of the day. So what, what made you guys kind of get going? How many episodes do you guys have? What type of guests do you guys focus on? Because a lot of the OWL community potentially could be a fit to be, be your guest, of course. What is what is the stat on on that? Do you remember how many how many epi- people don't get past nine episodes or something? Oh yeah, it was eighty five percent. Yeah, it's never never make bad. it to nine episodes. I'm a big stats guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, financial services same, same background, same. right? I mean, uh, our, our podcast called the Entrepreneur Mastery Lab, and the reality is we we launched it for direction within our business, which is just a way of saying there's a lot that we could talk about, and we needed to have, I think, a way to triage that down. And so we would invite guests on to our podcast to tell their story, give them an opportunity and a vehicle to really put themselves out there, uh, share what makes them unique and how their backgrounds influence their business, of course, but also to give us an opportunity to really zero in on a topic that we felt like we could always offer some insight on. And generally, anytime we brought a guest on, Jason, it was really as simple as what's the story, what's the background, what's the business, what's the passion and let's have a conversation. And within that conversation, it's usually pretty easy to be able to pull out a few gems of, of course. hey, this is something from a from a mindset, from a mental wellness perspective, from a psychological or behavioral perspective that that Doc's able to bring in and chat about. Or if it's on the business side, if it's on sales messaging, communication, behavior, decision making, something that I'm really comfortable speaking to as well. And and that was really the the opportunity for us to have some direction yeah. and and a pivot every week. You know, something different to talk about every single week. And how many episodes are you up to? Uh, episode one fifty six. Oh wow! Yeah. You guys are up there. Congrats! Yeah, you get one of these. Yeah. Once you get up to hundred plus, it's it's an accomplishment. You've been through a lot of ups and downs with the different platforms. You know, some people start with audio only, then they jump to platforms like Streamyard. They go to Facebook Live, then they go to LinkedIn Live, whatever it might be. We're getting an incoming call. We're gonna deny that. What's up, Darren? What's up, Darren? <laughs> call us on the Owl Podcast if you could hear us. You're watching live, so. You know, pretty much, you know, podcasting can do a lot for someone's business or it could be a distraction. So can you share with our audience? um, And I know it's not a distraction for you guys. uh, You got 150 plus episodes. You know, when people fade out, it's a distraction because they're realizing it's not making them money. They can get sponsors and they quit. But for you, it's about, I'm assuming, building relationships at the end of the day. So what has some of the the outcomes been from these relationships? And uh, I guess let's take a pivot. You know, what? What occurred from it? Well, I mean, the big thing I got from it to start off was I needed someone to, JB likes to talk a lot. I don't know if you caught that. And sometimes you need a deflection point of someone else yes. to listen. And that's where I found was really helpful in the podcast. So 157, six episodes later, my sanity's still there. 
Is that the answer? To, I'm getting a look. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what question he's answering. Uh, well, introverts and extroverts balance each other out well. Right? Yeah. My The producer, you know, behind the scenes here is an introvert. I'm an extrovert. And we have that same type of balance at the end of the day. Right. It, it's, uh, you know, who talks about this a lot? Um, I'm blanking on the last name. Simon Sinek. Uh, yeah. You know, he had a, a coin example where he's like, you start with five coins at the beginning of the day. You start with zero. Right. Every time you have a conversation, you gain a coin and you get up to five where every time he has a conversation, he loses a coin at the end of the day. So it's just it's just a balancing out at, at the end of the day. And when you go to events, it's like he's doing all the talking. And that's what he's joking about while you're sitting there eating the cheese. Right. And, and then you kind of step into the conversation. So it's, it's a it's a good balance when you when you do have an introvert and an extrovert doing business together because you got two extroverts. Sometimes it's too wild. Right. And two introverts, you know, deals can't make, you know, can't push things along at the end of the day. When you want to do an hour podcast, I'll tell you my whole thoughts on introverts and extroverts. Oh, they're not even a real thing. <laughs> so I was going to say uh, that it's relative how talkative Absolutely. I am. And yet there's so much truth to what he said, because as you two are going back and forth, I'm just biting my lip because I want to say something and <laughs> wait, wait for the opportunity to speak up. Go, uh, go, go. In, in answer to your question. Yeah. I, from a relationship perspective, 100%, you know, we, we've had the opportunity to talk to people that have very mature businesses yes. uh, that are close to exit. And we've had the opportunity to talk with people that have just started up their businesses. And some of our deepest and longest relationships have been people that we partnered with through the experience of going through our podcast. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's a tremendous support system, not just for, for ourselves, but the people within the community. And we, we, we like to believe that like does attract like to some extent. So you, you find the people that have similar values to you that, that feel strongly about the same things that you do. And that, that can really help lift you up and elevate because business is not always easy. No, we all go through those tough times where you're, you're, you're at the top of the mountain. You're like, everything's working. It's doing great. And then like three days later, you're like, what am I doing with my life? And you're like, I should, I should shut this thing down. I've been there more than anyone right, in the last two years with Owl, right? Being in the financial service business, you know, married to kids. And then I'm building a mobile app. I'm not, I don't have that tech background. Everyone looks at me like, why you, you're building a mobile app. They're like, you have no experience there. And, you know, you have a highest of highs and lowest of lows. And it literally changes by day. You know, two days ago, you know, we had all these experts applying and I was like, this is amazing. And then the weekends come around like, why is no one applying to become an expert? I'm like, our platform's dying off, right? No one's available. And then all of a sudden, like Monday turns around and it's like 50 experts available to speak to. You're like, it, it's just like night and day sometimes. And uh, and also mindset, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes it's just like, I've had a Starbucks, I'm in a good mood. And, uh, and I'm like, everything's fine. And then the next time I'm like, I'm crashing, right? Because I ate a big meal and I'm like, this all stinks, right? Like, what's wrong? You know, no one likes this thing anymore, right? Or you get bad emails, you get, you know, people in your ear at the end of the day. And, it, and sometimes like as much as people say, ignore the noise, sometimes that's hard. You know, it's easier said than done to be like, just be happy, ignore them. It doesn't matter. But when they're like, your app sucks, or they leave a review in the app store, that's negative. It's like, it's hard to overcome a lot of the noise. Uh, and course, like, you know, just mental alertness is very important. You guys look like you want to step in. So I'm going to any, anything to any of the comments that I'm no, no, go, go ahead. I, I have, I have, Dr. I have Andre a, is holding that. I see it. He's like, it's all, it's all, it's, it's, I, I have a good sense. And while you're doing that, I'm going to get ready to, to make Josh available to take call. So go ahead and uh, share your thoughts about what I just said. What do you think I would say, Josh? Uh, that we probably shouldn't be ignoring the noise and we should probably be working through and processing it, but, and also allowing it to, to 
work its way through us so we can move on because there is no way to truly divorce ourselves from the emotions that are going to come from that. That would be my guess. You, you did a little guess on that. All right. I've learned over three plus years of working together. Look at that. Yeah, emotions actually are a good thing. We should not be happy all the time. That's yeah. toxic positivity and that's a bad thing. Uh, we're humans, we're alive. So feeling is awesome. Yes. So sometimes we should be angry. Sometimes we should be frustrated. We want just, you don't want to overdo any of it, right? Like most things in life, finding a little bit of balance. So feeling, feeling frustrated is good because that helps motivate you. That helps you realize that you have to make adjustments. There's pivots in there. So if you're not feeling your full range of emotions, you're really stunting yourself as a, as a human and as a professional. Absolutely. So, so feel them all. Enjoy them. Stick them in. Hey, there can't be uh, a rainbow without the rain, right? As they say. Sometimes I feel like he's a sadist. <laughs> yeah. So everybody listening right now, if you're on LinkedIn, you're in the feed. Um, here's Josh's profile. We just made him available on the Owl app. So all you have to do, you know, when you click somebody's profile, here's Jen, for example, and you hit the call button right there. She's $2 for 10 minutes of her time. And then it instantly will ring. So we could look at Josh who's following you. These are the only people that possibly would be getting a notification to know that you're live. Because if you just enter the app, you're just randomly looking who's available. But when you follow somebody, you get a notification or a text message. You could set your text messages on within the menu. And because that, if you really want to get alerted, I don't recommend text messages all the time because you're getting too many texts all the time. Like these people are live and you don't want those notifications. But while we're waiting for an incoming call, you don't want notifications. You just, when you follow someone, you click that button right here and follow without notifications. Reason why is after you spoke with somebody, you're not going to want to be notified every single week that they go live. So we're going to give it a moment here to have somebody call you. And hopefully we get a couple call-ins in the show. So whoever's in the audience, give Josh a call and ask him any question about uh, what he's talking about today or something listed on his profile, of course. Okay. In, in the meantime, you get to watch me go through the emotional roller coaster of waiting for my first phone call. I feel like I'm on a dating app right now. Yes. I'm waiting. I'm like, come on, call, call. But again, that comes back to people taking advantage of the tools that we offer them, right? At the end of the day, when we, we're just talking about like helping individuals market the right way, well, every single week we post people that are on the OWL podcast and, and then they could just follow those individuals, right? So on Instagram, we posted you, right? They know that we filter them. Here we go. We got one. Oh, look at that. It's like a fish in the water, right? It's like, we got one. Oh man, we got Chella. Here's Shella's bio, guys, so you guys could see it. And now we're going to hit accept. And then, hello, Chella. Welcome to the Owl Podcast. You are live. How are you doing today? I am marvelous. I'm watching you guys on LinkedIn. So I, I couldn't stand for Josh to wait any longer. Uh, good. We were like, we're like, we put the chum in the water and we're like, where, where's the sharks? We were waiting for someone to take a bite. You are the first, the first one to take that bite. So, Chella. Welcome again to the Owl Podcast. Chell's a regular here on uh, the show and also uh, a gold brain ambassador. She has the highest amount of inbound and outbound calls on the platform in the nice. last 30 days. And she has uh, unlocked a lot of opportunities. But uh, wait, 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 wait. So so not only is Chella my first phone call, but she's also the most popular. Yes, she is. On the platform. <laughs> Absolutely. For sure. That's how you do it, folks. That's how you do it, folks. Get in there, get your hands dirty, learn new things. Chella, do you have a question for it Josh was. or Dr. Andre? Yes. 
uh, either one of them, uh, I've been listening to the show is let's let's talk about a, a person that's starting out. They have this brilliant idea. They want to create the business. They're all excited. They have the money. They have the funding. And however, they're coming from the corporate world, entering into the entrepreneurship. What will be your suggestion, recommendations for them to prepare their mindset to be an entrepreneur versus the nine to five corporate regular paycheck? Ooh, great question. Chella. That's a fantastic one. You want me to start and then, yeah. all right. So, so we both might tackle uh, this portion by portion. Uh, I can speak to that personally, having gone from a fortune 50 company to running my, my own business and, and co-partnering and founding with uh, Dr. Dre over here, uh, excuse the trademark infringement structure. I would suggest finding a way to put some really strong structure around you as you make that transition, because one of the greatest challenges you have in the corporate world, depending on the level that, that you're in, in the corporate world, uh, you've got pretty defined roles and tasks, and you have all of the structure in the world around you, especially if you're coming from high corporate. So to go from everything really being defined, and you know, certainly I came from a heavily regulated corporate oh, yeah. industry. Financial services, mm -hmm. the it, toughest out there. And, and so you got a rule in place for everything, if not three rules in place for everything. It, five lawyers to every one person. Probably. Mm -hmm. it, Everything's new. It, it's it's the lack of structure where you can really get yourself in trouble because I can do anything that I want. Yeah. And, and there's an absolute desire to do everything when you can do anything and you've never been able to do that before. So from my perspective, that was my personal experience. I, implementing structure around me was, was incredibly important to uh, reigning in some of that. I was throwing up the diamond for you because I saw that you're uh, the diamond method. <laughs> yes, I am. Awesome. I don't think I know the diamond method. It's funny. Out of all the calls that I've done with Chella, I, I, I just noticed that for the first time. Just what is the diamond smile method? Smile and nod. Yeah. The, the diamond <laughs> method is my coaching process where I guide women entrepreneurs to increase their fees, Ooh. charge their worth. So it's, it's the diamond method means because it, you take a, a entrepreneur woman and they're in the rough. So it's about getting them and guiding them so they can become the diamond, the shining diamond that we're meant to be. Like it, shine like a diamond. Thank you. Rihanna, I just learned she changed it to it's not Rihanna, it's Rihanna. Oh, really? There's there's your info for the day. Uh, I'll take a shot a little bit on on your question. Awesome. Um, I think it's giving yourself some grace and patience, and really understanding that it's going to be a process and it's going to be a switch, and there's going to be ebbs and flows and as I was saying earlier, there's going to be highs, there's going to be lows. It's going to happen at the same time, in the same minute, in the same day. So just having a lot of patience with yourself and understanding it's going to be a process. And and don't fly too high or too low with those. Just you know, kind of try to keep that balance as much as possible to keep the energy going, to keep going back. And, and look for the wins. Look for all the positives that come out of that. I'm going to jump I'm in too. I think just like, you know, people underestimate the structure they had, right? Going back to what Josh was speaking about, you know, they they had benefits. They had a 401k healthcare. They don't realize the expense on the outside these days, how much it really has skyrocketed, how hard it is to find employees. Oh my God, right? All the business owners that I interview, they're just always struggling. It's layoffs. It's, it's people doing things inappropriately at the office. And it's just like finding the talent, swifting through Indeed, the cost for recruiters, 
and it's just it's it's just very time consuming and i think people just underestimate the structure they currently have and and they don't give enough time to learn those new skill sets and and really bite their tongue a lot more in those early days even though when they know they're right they got to bite it you know and and just work through the pain and have the patience and a lot of the times they're they're seeing people you know on TikTok, on podcasts, and they're only getting a glimpse of, of what's really happening. And that's the scary part behind the scenes. When, when I do my podcast and I'm talking with people, you know, off air, I get the other side often. And I see the truth of like, you know, the 14 hour days, right. Them having to clean the trash up, you know, the, you know, everything under the sun, like, you know, painting the walls, like, like all these things have to be done when, when you have your own office and then, you know, technology goes down. It's like calling Comcast, calling the internet provider. It's like all these things have to be done. Like you had the internet provider. You didn't have to call them ever. You didn't have to wait on hold for an hour. Your bank gets credit card fraud, right? Like you got to call up and waste another hour of your day. So I think like when you start adding up all these little things, they compound and, uh, and, and it takes more time than people realize to get used to those new systems. Right. It's well said. Thank you. Brilliant gentlemen. I appreciate all I was taking notes. And I think because this is the podcast, I'm going to go back and watch it. I see an ebook out of this. Somebody on our LinkedIn feed was actually asking a question as well. Like, how do you go from cor corporate to, to entrepreneur? Like, what's the, 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 fa the easy solution, the fast solution, the right solution, I guess. We're similar to Jealous question as well. Um, but my answer, you know, would be uh, take the leap. You know, there's no easy way out. Most people don't take the leap. What ends up happening is most people say tomorrow, right? After I have children, after, you know, my children hit a certain age and, and research shows that, you know, uh, you know, it, it, when you get older, it's going to get, you're going to have more things in the way. And, you know, we talk a lot about this uh, at the FAU College of Business when they have the sad deck. The best is when you're young, because when you're young, you got less to lose. There's less risk. When you have family, you have more to lose, right? You want to be able to save for their education. You want to be able... Uh, to live in, in a neighborhood, you know, own a house potentially, right? And, and you know, you'll always have more reasons not to do it. So my answer is sometimes you just got to go with it. If you can't do it in the early days, it's, you know, working after hours. You put in the time nine to five, you save up money and you start doing it when you get home at five o'clock. You get on the Owl app, you make calls and you make shit happen. That's it. You know, make the calls. I can't tell you how many people I've I've literally put on a platter like Josh, like Dr. Andre. And the example is right now on the Owl podcast, like you could call in and talk to them. And then afterwards, they're going to go live on the Owl app for a dollar. And you don't get these opportunities for a buck. And you know what ends up happening, guys? No one will call you. And then they're just going to complain. It's like, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to do it because they want it on a platter. They want the leads to come in. They want the marketing to come in. Because what they really want is a post on social media to go viral and it all to work its way out. They want to hire people. And those people solve their problems. Like that all works when you make a lot of money to hire the right experts and the best nice. experts. Right. Yeah. You, we'd all love or love to hire all people from Harvard. Right. And, and those people, you know, figure out all the problems and fix the problems for, for our business, but it's not reality. So whoever asked that question, great question. The answer is dive in and do it after hours to start bootstrap. Most people are always hunting for money. And the answer is do it yourself. Don't wait. I built our bootstrap. So is today. We've not raised a dollar of capital and it can be done. Don't let anyone get in your way. You know, there's a lot of noise out there and listen to podcasts like, like mine or Josh's, you know, and Dr. Andre's, both of yours, right. And just get knowledge and ask for help, right. Too many people don't ask for help. 
And if you do, most people will actually say, sure, I'm happy to help you out. And it's not about money, right? So I just generally reached out to either of you. Would you jump on a Zoom meeting if they're like, I really could use help about X, Y, or Z? And it's nothing to do with your business. You know, help about like a certain specific topic. Would, and they were genuine. Would you take them up on that opportunity? I mean, I mean, a hundred percent. I, I'm president of a nonprofit association, so yeah, I'm, I'm a big believer in giving back. And and the reality is, even within our business, we offer scholarships for people that that could really use the help because we recognize that not everybody is in a position to be able to afford uh, to pay for the services that that we offer. But there's an opportunity for us to be able to to give back there and and make an impact in somebody's life. Sure. And, you know, it, it's it's interesting you, that that question um, that Chella really kind of drove drove the, into there. Uh, there is a lot of risk in the corporate world that we sometimes like to sweep under the rug. Yeah. Uh, and there's quite a lot of risk in being an entrepreneur as as well. Entrepreneur entrepreneurism is not for everybody. No, but but. If you don't give it an opportunity when you think it might be for you, I think that's a regret you will have for the rest of your life and to and to work under an assumption that I'm going to be okay and safe just going the yeah. corporate route is I think that's a bit naive. Yeah, it, it is. And for everyone listening, Chella had to go. That was the end of the 10 minutes. So what we're doing now is we're going back live. So go ahead and call in if you want to join. And And I agree with you. You know, a lot of times it's just like, you know, the, 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 the cost of benefits, the cost of everything to go is, is just underestimated at times. And, and, and often you, you have to just figure it out. You have to research things, you know, what is a good healthcare plan? If, if you need one for your family, because you know, when you're, when you're by yourself in business, that first employee is you, mm -hmm. right? And you gotta, you gotta figure stuff out quickly and have time. And there's so many technologies that you could attach to today and leverage. And it's just a matter of, of, executing it's finding the right technology when you look at chat gbt today like i've used it a lot in the last few months because i you know it's a tool but it's nothing if you don't learn how to use it the right way oh i thought we had a caller looks like we did now that was the reminder when you're under five minutes uh if you want to extend your your time on the platform so we hope somebody else calls in for the end of the show so we get one more call of course to join us uh your thoughts dr andre about the subject also and I heard her say it was coming in. I think it got cut off a little bit. That would be a great idea for an ebook, and yeah. that would be right. Like any of sure. these things, but that that also brings up another idea of how you can get started. You know, yeah, just start putting some stuff out there. There's plenty of platforms, social media, YouTube, any way that you can just offer some stuff out there and see what the feedback kind of starts to look at. Absolutely, every day is just an experiment. You're just trying things out. Um, so if you if you don't do it right that day, you make an adjustment and try it differently the next day. So you can never really fail. You just keep trying. And and when it comes to business, I mean, let's talk about marketing for a second. It's because you know most people fail because they 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 try one thing, they fail, and then they're like, you know, Instagram stinks because their algorithm changed and it's hard to get reach. And those other people who had a business 15 years ago are so lucky because they were able to do without placing ads and and now they have two million followers and that's how they're pulling it off but they can never do it today but like no that's not the that's not the case that's an excuse right when you look at other platforms that are new right now you could be an early adopter and 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 leverage those technologies and i'll use an example uh maybe it's cold email marketing 
right? It's not the flashy stuff. Everyone wants to do the flashy stuff, but there's a lot of companies out there that have proven models. And I was just listening uh, when Alex Harmosi, you know, launched his book, his business was this close to failing before he started doing cold outreach and it worked, right? There's millions of emails out there. And if you, if you have to copy the correct way, you could potentially, you know, have, have a user join your app or get a client, uh, you know, that signs up for your newsletter and then you keep sending them the newsletter and then they eventually, you know, want more information on the 10th email and then sign up for your services after a one-on-one Zoom meeting, for example. There's good old cold outreach on LinkedIn. You know, how many people are really using LinkedIn the right way, right? Where they connect with you, they like a post or two, they comment on a post or two, they invite you to an audio room and then go for the meeting right? Not the first connection request on the connection request. Hey, I saw your profile. I'd love to set up a meeting and sell you my services. Like, no, that does not work, right? You know, you don't go to a bar and go right up to a girl and be like, hey, you want to come home with me? Like, that does not work, right? You you have to put in effort at the end of the day. And and too often in sales and marketing days, like the effort's gone, right? And, and if you use, you know, these different platforms, you have to test a lot of things. You know, it's not just a one size fit all on all platforms. You may be better at utilizing LinkedIn, you know, and you might be better at utilizing Instagram. It's actually accurate for both of us. I got it right. <laughs> see, and Instagram, it might be sending voice notes. It might be sending videos so they see your face. Like you could be so clever. You could write, you know, someone's name on here and be like, hi, I saw you, you know, on your post yesterday. And I just think too many people are just going to get accustomed to the same old way. And we're seeing that on Owl. You know how many times, like we have all these experts live and and most people rather waste time posting, hoping a post goes viral and and messaging people and the success rate is so low and their time is so valuable, mm-hmm. right? And I'm always like, and you know this in financial services, you're like, if you make $500 an hour, stop doing $10 an hour work. So they keep going down $10 an hour leads, right? Trying to get free leads, which end up being wasted their time on Zoom where all these people right here on Owl are live. So you could call Daryl for $4, Stefan for $3, Nikki for $3. Most people on Owl are $1 to $10. They're everyday people, but they have everyday people problems. Mm-hmm. And if you could solve their problems, you, of course, and you have a business that caters to these problems, you will be successful at the end of the day. Well, it's so interesting. You said uh, some of what you said. I On the drive here, I was talking to one of our coaching clients who was working on their email signature and spent 40 minutes trying to get a QR code into their email signature. And I said, what are you doing? What do you charge per hour for your financial planning that you're spending 30 cents? Well, I don't have anybody else that'll do it for me. Sure. And I said, well, you got to find somebody that'll do it for you because it's not worth it to do it for you. Uh, But going back even to the the marketing side of this that you talked about, it's very interesting because it is an experiment. You do have to test. Yeah. And you have to be careful that you give something enough of an, a consistent effort to really be able to test effectively. Because unfortunately, with statistics, you know it's easy to pick up on patterns that may or may not exist when you don't have enough data. And Kahneman talks about this behavioral finance, and so on and so forth. Uh, we're we're quick to to like mentally find shortcuts to identify patterns because we want to. Like we we, we want that confirmation bias of our thought process, whatever it is. And we'll go ahead and do that. So for a lot of people, they, they don't want to put in the effort to your point. Yes, of course. And then they also run into this struggle where it's, it's they don't put in enough consistent effort at one thing to, to see if it's successful or not. 
Cool. Well, good news, Josh. We have someone from Hotlanta on the Owl Podcast, and she just called in. Second call on the Owl Podcast for yourself. Pamela, you are live on the Owl Podcast. I hope you knew that. We're live on Facebook. We're live on YouTube. Uh, Do you have a question for one of the two guests today? Yes, I was just listening in, and I'm not sure if I'm on Facebook or LinkedIn, but I have been commenting that your uh, podcast is the Entrepreneur Mastery Lab. So I am an IT person myself. So being at Lab, do you have like a toolbox or a set of apps that you recommend to the startup entrepreneur to get going to just have in their toolbox? It's a great question. I don't know that we necessarily have uh, direct recommendations yeah, on tools and instruments, uh, primarily because so much of what we speak to it is not systems and processes. You know, most of our expertise is around uh, self self improvement and working on our our, our own soft skills. Uh, with that said, and I'll let I'll let Andre answer this as well. We uh, we certainly have pretty strong uh, conviction in the need to automate, delegate, and outsource. Uh, and we find that most most entrepreneurs are trying to do way way too much uh, more than they they have the capacity to. Uh, and it's a it's a huge risk people deal with, and a, and a very real challenge for a startup, no doubt. How do you not say the owl app? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Was appreciate it. That's why you guys are good partners. <laughs> Look at you two. See that? I goes back all the time. Yes. You want to answer a question as well, though? Any other services? Any other apps? Sure. I mean, it depends again on what you're looking for and what you want to do. So we've talked a bunch about them: LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok still has great value. ChatGPT writes a lot That's of copy one. for you does a lot of research for you. You can look at those things, pull them up and then take that information and follow up with some more research, but it's a good place to stop. It takes you through so much of the the noise. So really depending on what you're, you're looking at, um, I'm learning there's filter apps that make me look better on the screen. Those are very, very beneficial for me. Um, <laughs> so it's really just learning and, and seeing what's out there. YouTube, I think is probably one of my favorite. Yeah. Cause that has a library of education on there. Not always right, but like anything I, I would say about any of these tools, because we can even go old school apps called books, right? Mm-hmm. Um, any of these things should be just seen as tools. Like they should be things that you pull from. They shouldn't be gospel. They shouldn't be the thing that you only rely on. You should find the aspect of it that works best for you, incorporate it the best way you can, and, and just pull the pieces that work for you. So pull from different ones. I love that. I have a follow-up question. So you've got 56 episodes and out of all those, what seems to be the common uh, soft skill or skill to develop that people call in about? If you interview, I'm sorry, I haven't listened to your podcast yet, but I will. Just you have a commonality out there. That's a common theme among uh, entrepreneurs. Yeah, There's quite a few Pamela that we can speak to. Uh, one of the biggest is probably awareness. Uh, self-awareness is a is a major major challenge, and and we we go through an exercise with with people very often um, around listening, right? Because if you ask people, "Are you a good listener?" eighty plus percent of people will say a hundred percent of the time, I'm a great listener, I'm an amazing listener. But then if you ask somebody, "Well, do me a favor, let me know let me know when you disagree with this," and you say 
10% of people are good listeners or 20% of people are good listeners. It, you usually don't get past like 30 or 40% before somebody's like, whoa, 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 there's no more than 30 or 40% good listeners out there. I know it. And it's like, okay, well, hey, you got to look in the mirror a little bit because chances are you're not a great listener I'm either. The worst. I'm the worst. <laughs> I get in trouble for that all the time. You could say a sentence to me and then like 10 seconds later, what do you say again? And I just zone out sometimes. I'm, 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 I'm bad at that. I admit it. Yeah, I guess so, I have self-awareness. Yeah, so self-awareness is is a tough one, and that's that's why it's so helpful to work with other professionals, whether it's a coach or have an advisory board or some people that can really look at you and what you're doing objectively. Because so often when we're in the weeds and we're magnified, we have no sense of what's really going on. It's really really challenging. Yeah, so true. Thank you. I have also noticed on the Owl app that, I mean. It, you just focus on the listening and it's like everybody uh, me on here is just like your friend. I mean, they already, it's just like a great intelligent, you know, development conversation. Which as my answer, that question answer. would be communication, right? That's one of the things that we talk about a lot. And um, in my other world, uh, I am a psychologist, so I do work a lot with people and couples and, and the same thing is true in business communication uh, a lot of the times it's a miscommunication we're not we're not listening we're not doing the active listening as well we're hearing what we want we're preparing our answer so we get the defenses come up uh, and we miss just so many things that are being said that could be so valuable uh, and so I, I just kind of go back to communication getting good at it and and improving it and that that goes in concert with with a lot of the other soft skills like listening and awareness they all go in concert to each other well, you guys could take your your clients and throw them on out. I'm like, we want you to practice communicating. You're literally, you're like, all these people at a dollar. This is a good practice for you. No different than like getting on podcasts, right? When I started my podcast, you know, six years ago, I was the worst, but it, it helped me become a better communicator at the end of the day. Start out a podcast, then you're you're better at speaking in front of large rooms, right? And, and you just get better over time. But it's it's very similar to Owl, right? Calling someone you don't know and just having a conversation through an audio technology you know, it's hard for that first few calls, but you get better and better. And then you start asking the right questions and then you become a better listener at the end of the day. And then it ends up helping your, your business blossom. Right. I mean, we see a lot of businesses not blossoming because they can't, they don't just listen. Right. There's a lot of studies that show that the best, I'm going over to financial services again, the best financial service professionals are the best listeners. A lot of studies have showed that. Something you might not even think about, which the psychology aspect of the app, you're paying to listen, right? It's not a very big amount. It's a very nominal amount. Sure. You're paying a dollar, but even paying that dollar, you have this investment now. So you're going to listen a little bit better. Yes. And that's a good way to start training yourself to listen is having that investment. Well, it's actually interesting. A lot of people complain that we lock everybody on the home screen right here where you could just see Pamela's profile, Right really simple. If you were able to search throughout the app, then you're not listening. Mm -hmm. right? We wanted it to just be like, you're, you, this is the person, you know, calling you, they're spending money to chat with you. Listen, right. And too often people start going on Instagram, they start going on LinkedIn, they start going other places and then they're not in the conversation. But when you think about like a cell phone call, it's just like, there's nothing on your screen. It's just a phone call. You're talking and naturally you're not making as many judgments with the individual. You're just, you're just listening to them and finding out who they really are. And that's what I think is so unique with OWL. It's just like, you generally you'd be like, do you have any kids? You know, do you, you know, where do you live? You know, what university do you go to? And then it unfolds a real conversation. Because when you're at 
uh, a networking event, you don't have anything posted on them. You're just seeing them in the way they're dressed and you're chatting and you're building a conversation similar with OWL. So I, I always, you know, get those type of questions with why, why is it just a home screen like this? And it's actually for that reason, just to keep the, con the conversation going and keep you all being genuine at the end of the day. Did you know that, Pamela? Yes, <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> I'm still new on the app, but I, so I appreciate you taking my call today and for sharing the information. I sure. agree. I agree with the coach and communication and awareness. You know, cool. people definitely need to increase that. So thank you guys. Cool. Well, Pamela, thank you for joining you, us. Pamela. And of course, get yes. your clip on our LinkedIn account or YouTube and, and then uh, share with your audience. Absolutely. Okay. So there you guys go. If you're, if you're watching, there's the review screen, right? We could report the person right there. Of course, we're not in this situation. We're going to put a great call. And there we go. Exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, so, Josh, right now, we're going to look at his reviews. What did people say about you, Josh? Yeah. Let's see. Chella wrote, Josh provided valuable tips on starting a business. Highly recommend reaching out to him. He has so much wisdom and knowledge to offer. So now you could take these reviews after they're being paid, repost them on socials. There's no other platform that really acts like a CRM at the end of the day, plus like a Yelp review or a Google review at the end of the day. And most people don't take advantage of the reviews, but they're so powerful if used wisely. Okay. Like, like an owl. Like an owl. Hoot, 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 hoot. Well, guys, thank you for joining us on the Owl Podcast. For our audience listening, of course, they could find you on Owl and call you one-on-one. But for the folks that are not in Owl just yet, where do they find you guys? What's your website? What's your social handles? Where do you guys hang out? Is it threads? Is it Twitter spaces? Is it Twitter? Where is it? Or is it LinkedIn? So you, you can find us uh, on pretty much every major platform at JB and the doctor. Cool. Uh, as well as our website, which is jbandthedoctor.com. Uh, and that's probably going to be the easiest way to find us. No matter what platform you're on, including OWL, we are there. Cool. And we're both as individuals on all the other platforms as well. So if you're awesome. looking at LinkedIn or Instagram, so depending if you want to watch us dance or write. Of course. Even on YouTube, we stuff marshmallows in our mouth and have some fun. And of course, all y'all have to do when you see someone not live, like your Jen, request that they go live, right? What that does, is it sends the person a text message, an email, and a notification if they have all three of those on, which most people do. And you have a very high likelihood that they'll make themselves available on the owl platform. Cause literally you're saying, here's some money, take it, you know, go live and, and get that opportunity to chat with these guys for a dollar. Cause once they get 10 calls, they're going to alter their price. Most experts do. They're going to probably put it over $10. Right. And, and then all of a sudden they get a little pricier to have conversations for 10, 20 minutes, but at a dollar, you can keep extending it for a dollar, chat with them for 20 minutes for two bucks. Right. And, and really get that opportunity to learn from them, network with them even get a potential uh, podcast interview, you know, if it's their model, of course. Well, guys, thank you for joining us on the Owl Podcast today. Everyone listening, we'll be back next Wednesday right around 5 p.m. on all social platforms. Thank you, everybody.